0: Turn me up, turn me up. Turn me up, DJ. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. Let's do a little, just one little vocal test. It must have been love. All right, that's good, that's good. But it's over now. Oh, yes, that's good. Turn me up. Yes, mic check. Lay a whisper. uh on my pillow yes leave the winter on the ground i wake up lonely is there silence in the bedroom and all around yes touch me now i close my eyes yes and dream away it must have been love but it's over now it must have been good but i lost it somehow come on cause it must have been love but it's over now from the moment we touched Till the time had to run out, yes, come on, make believing, yes, we together, come on, that I'm shelter, come on, by your heart, yes, Ah. get into the vocal, Ah. vocal, Ah. come on, Ah. yes, vocal, Oh, I know these bitches are so angry that they cannot hit that vocal. Wow. We're going to have to do a couple more takes of that and then layer them. Because it must have been love. But it's over now. It was... Bitch, come on. This this is going to be a hit song. Actually, DJ, we're done. We Just wrap up the vocals. We're done. I'm going to take a little lunch break. And you just, you know... Make that into a cute little song and I'll send it to the record label. Anyways, welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. I was just recording my new single. I listen, you know some of the girls when they be recording songs, like they they do this thing, the new girls, the new fango girls, the new, they want to be singers, but they be doing this thing to where they do a couple takes and then they like chop it up together and take the nicest pictures. You think I do that? No. What you just heard—that's gonna be—that's gonna be what they play on the radio. I do one take and one take only. These bitches could really fucking never. It really sometimes it really sucks to be a bad bitch with a lot of talent, a lot of vocal talent, but. Enough of that. Welcome to the show. Um, First things first, I want to thank all the girls who have written and rated this um, podcast five stars. And what? Five stars only. You know, if you've rated it less than five stars, you know, just... (sighs) Jealousy is a disease, bitch. And I just wish you to get well. Um, I want to give a shout out to (laughs) HJSOKDJ, whatever. They write... What did they write? Oh... Awesome, he's the best. Real short and short and sweet, short and sweet, but still, guess what? Still, guess what? Five stars. Then I want to also give a shout out to Canassus ninety four. They say I love the story time on this one. This last episode had me dying, especially when you was telling the crack story, and you knew he we was gasping. And you, <laughs> you really made my day with this episode. Also, I need you to teach me how to bag me a little Frank too with no barnacles. <laughs> Anyways, keep keep wiping what you do, keep doing what you're doing, baby. We're here for it. Love you, Solomon. Side note: So today, um, I was on my flight and I didn't have anything like downloaded on my iPad or on my phone. So the um the episode of last week's episode just played for me. And bitch, when I Talked about my my friend having to smoke meth. I even gasped myself. I was like, "Girl, that's that's kind of a lot, you know." So I get it. That's funny. Anyway, so moving on. I want to give a shout out to Emma who wrote just like Snap. Can't get enough of your Snapchat story. So I was so excited for this come out. Amazing. Update. I have listened to every single episode. And let me just say, I love this man down to the ground. He keeps me rolling, laughing, and always has something t- some- something to beef with. Keep doing you, Solomon. We love you. <laughs> thank you so much, Emma. I love that. Always got something to beef with. Um. So thank you so much for that. And I also want to remind you guys that if you like the songs that I sing. I mean, like, who wouldn't? I mean, my opening songs that I've been doing, especially as of late, honestly deserve Grammys. Honestly, I don't even think, like, Grammys is really... I don't even think they're even worthy of my musical recordings. Um, <clears throat> but if you ever are inclined to listen to the original versions... um. You know, like, th- that was the Rockettes. It must have been love. But, you know, if you want to hear the original, lesser, nicer versions, you can definitely go to Spotify. I do have it all on a playlist there for you guys to listen to. It's called the Solomon Ray Podcast Music. Um, What else, what else, what else before we get into the show? I think that's really about it. So this episode is going to be slightly different Um then my typical episodes, not too much off, but I don't think I'm going to do listener letters. This is going to really kind of serve as a purpose for um, just people to understand like my journey with the hair transplants and shit like that. So I'm basically going to do a long story time, kind of, you know, hopefully be able to answer a lot of people's questions. I've been seeing them. I've been reading them. So hopefully this podcast really acts as... Um, A great vehicle to kind of really understand the whole process and the clinic I use, the surgeon I use. Um, Also, I wanted to give my real review. And if you know anything about me, you know, bitch, I'm going to lay it out there, bitch. You know, I'm going to be very unfiltered. I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, So... this story i mean the whole process is it's ultimately i'm really really happy with my decision but i mean there are some like little little moments so you know i'm just gonna keep things very transparent you know um so yeah let's but before we get into that let's take a little break real quick and then we'll be back Okay, and just a quick, 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 quick reminder um, for this episode, just because I just finished recording it. It is a long episode, but I do want to remind you if you have any questions or you wanted to hit up the clinic yourself, there is a link in the description of this episode that you can click and get more information on the clinic. You can talk directly about them. Again, don't ask me, bitch. Okay, I'm not... I'm not giving out consultations, bitch. I'm not the one. I'm not a medical professional. Don't be asking me shit. Don't be bombarding me with all these motherfucking one questions, ho. This is my, you know, my little explanation video, my experience video, but don't be don't be asking me like I work for 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 the, for, the, for the damn clinic, bitch. I don't do hair transplants, okay? So, I respect y'all. I love y'all, but don't be asking me no questions. You got some questions, you ask them, okay? Or maybe somebody else will be able to sit down and talk to you through, it, but don't come to me. Uh uh, don't please asking you nicely not trying to be rude don't come to me with your questions go click that link in the in 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 the description and one of them hoes up in turkey gonna gonna hit you up on the whatsapp and they 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 will answer all your questions to your heart's contents bitch y'all can be talking till till the sun come up bitch for forever and a day but don't do it with me don't ask me shit bitch don't don't ask me, Solomon, talk me, walk me through this. I, that ain't my job. So, again, not trying to be rude, but click that link. Talk to them yourself. <laughs> talk to them yourself, bitch. Don't be asking me none of this shit. Because uh, literally, I have, like, I think this today alone, I got about 50 messages. Yesterday, I got 110 messages of everybody, like, give me the whole rundown. Let me Tell me everything. Tell me. Girl. Mm-mm. Right. Great idea, wrong girl. But um, um, so, yeah, be sure to click that link. And if you're not listening to this episode, um, if you forget about this episode or you want to come back on all my social platforms, I do have a link tree. So when you click the link in all my bios on all my social platforms, you'll see all the links that I normally talk about from my Amex to my beauty website, to the podcast, like all of them. So there will also be the link there too. So, and I believe you can click that link and you just get to talking to him if you need to. But anyways, I just want to stress, don't hit me up, girl. Because I'm going to leave your ass on red. Now let's get on with the show. All right, so a bitch is back home and um, I look like Quasimodo, I look like, um, I feel like, I, I, honestly, I look like I got stung by a bunch of bees and just I'm swollen, but I'm not in pain. I'm not in pain. Um, just for people to know that I, this is my second hair transplant. So I have two different stories that I'm kind of, not. I'm not going to tell both stories, but I have two different hair transplant experiences that I'm pulling from so that's gonna that also helps me really give this advice from a different standpoint if that makes sense so anyway so i'm just glad to be back bitch hold on before we get into the show just real real quick just real real fucking quick so before i left you remember when i was telling y'all like bitch I'm going to be looking ugly, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking, you know, bloody and looking like I got fucking broccoli sprouting from my hair. Like, it's going to be, I'm going to look a mess. So, basically, I'm going to be out of commission. I'm not going to be able to have sex. I'm not going to be able to do much of nothing. Also, the um the clinic, like, the surgeon people, like, they were like, bitch, you cannot have sex for three days. And I said, bitch, you think anybody want to be having sex looking like this? But I know the girls get down regardless. You know, I'm just not that girl. I want to feel beautiful, you know? So anyway, so boom. So before I left, I was like, girl, before I left in New York, before I left New York to go to Turkey, I was like, bitch, I just, you know, if the opportunity arises, I'm going to not let the opportunity you know, fall by the wayside. I'm gonna snatch me up a little piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I'd be like, you know, niggas be... You know, I'm not trying to, like, toot it off like this. I'm not trying to give it off like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, niggas be on pounding on the door, bitch. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really trying to give it off like that. Trust me. But it's just... It's not hard for me to give me a little piece. It's just not. Like, they just... They stay on the line, bitch. But... A lot of times I'm like I'm not in the mood. I don't really feel like it. Girl, I'm watching TV. Girl, I'm, you know I'm with the cats. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not. It's not always at the forefront of my brain like some of the girls are. But this time because I knew I was about to be ugly for a few months, I said, Solomon, focus. If you if a little piece comes through and they find bitch, get up the piece. So bitch, the day I'm about to fly out, literally. Was it the day? Yeah, it was the day I was about to fly out. Um, this man hits me up or whatever. Blank profile. Drrr, woo, drrr, woo, drrr, woo. I was like, ooh, it's already sus, right? But his pictures was fine. and But they were, like, expiring photos. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that is so late. I hate when people send, like, expiring photos. But that's okay because that's why I got me a little trap phone. And I, so whenever I see that little expiration thing, I pull out my little trap phone and get to, you know... Um, recording and screen grabbing because you can't really do it if you're on the actual device but that's okay because that's why I got two phones bitch get you a second phone in case niggas be trying to do this weird shit with you you know what I'm saying because it's like if I want to know what you look like bitch like I'm gonna forget bitch I'd I, I be forgetting what day it is I'd be forgetting if I ate you know what I'm saying if I took my my vitamins like I'd be forgetting shit so so boom so he was fine I was like damn this nigga fine and I was like, hmm. at first I was like, I feel like these may not be his real. I think these are like catfishy type photos because it, it don't make no sense why he just fine, right? So, but then I was thinking, I was like, but if they were catfish photos, he would have just sent them in the, te- in the chat, you know, not like as expiring. So anyways, long story short, he instantly wants to move to WhatsApp. So I was like, girl, boo. So he's, I don't know what I was doing that day was I doing? Oh, I was going to Whole Foods. I was running mad errands. I had to buy Um, I got a free Diptyque candle from Deep Diptyque. They gave me a free, like a real size, not a little small travel, like a big ass candle for free for my birthday. So, you know, I went down to go, go get my motherfucking candle bitch because I love those candles down to the ground. So anyway, so I went to go get my little candles. I got some little Lululemon shit just for like, you know, I had no business buying none of that stuff because I have plenty of comfortable clothes, but it's right next door to the diptyque store. You know what I'm saying? In Columbus Circle. So I was like, bitch, let me just peruse in real quick. And they had a little sale. So everything I bought was really on sale, but I really didn't need to buy anything. But, anyways, so he he, you know, he texted me on WhatsApp. I wanna see, 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 I wanna see you. I'm like, duh. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I still need a pack, I still need to do laundry, like I gotta, my flights tomorrow in the evening. Boom, 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 right? So boom. So then I'm cooking. I made that Thai of Ramen, coconut, you know, spicy Pad Thai, whatever the fuck, lit ass soup that I made, which was divine, bitch. And so I'm cooking. He was like, "When well, can I see what's in it?" I'm cooking. I gotta clean. Like, there's things I gotta do. Like, relax. And so he, um, so then he sent me like a photo on WhatsApp, like kind of verifying who he was, and I was like, "Oh, so he really is the girl in the photo." You know what I'm saying? And you know, I was I was like, well damn, he is fine. So anyways, a long story short, he does come over, but get this. So he's in Jersey. And so, I live in the city. And so, he was like, oh, like, can you send me an Uber, and when I come to your house, I'll pay you in cash. And so, immediately, it made me think, like, okay, this nigga got a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, he already with a bitch. So, that's why he's being secretive and stuff like that. He can't pay for an Uber, you know, like, whatever. But I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, girl, boo. Which turned out, he does. He is with somebody, but it's like, whatever. Um... So, also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just telling you, the girls be sneaky, okay? The girls be really fucking sneaky. Anyway, so he comes over. We perform the Seven Wonders. And I thought that the—like, I thought we were going to be able to perform the—like, sem- I'm the type of person, and I know some of the girls be like, Oh, I just want to perform the Seven Wonders for hours. I'm not like that. I really don't. I really—I want to perform the Seven Wonders for, like, 10 minutes and 10 minutes only, You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have sex longer than 15 minutes. I kind of start to lose interest, and then my mind starts going to things I need to, like, accomplish. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that girl who just wants to just sit around and just be performing the Seven Wonders. That's just not I. But needless to say, we had a good old time. He went back. Boom. Whatever. So he was like, I want to see you. 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 I was like, nigga, you just left, like, five minutes ago. Like, Relax. And so I told him I was like, "I'm gonna go. I'm going to Turkey." I didn't tell him what I was doing, but he was hitting me up all throughout the time I was in Turkey. He was like, "How was your day?" So then I get on my flight, and so he was like, "When are you here? When are you here?" I said, "Well, bitch, I'm not there till 2. I was like, "But I need to let you know. Like, I got a, a hair transplant. I look crazy. Like, it's not. I'm just, you know, it's. I look crazy." He said, "Well, I still want to see you." I was like, "Girl, no." But he was like pressing me, and I kept telling him. I said. I've been up for 23 hours. I've been traveling. I'm tired. I still need to work. I have a lot of work to do. I have to record this podcast. There's a lot of like literally a lot. I still have to pack to go to San Diego on Monday. Like there's so many things I am still I'm busy and I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't And plus I had fucking surgery. But he was like he st- he still texted me now. He said I really want to see you. I'm like, "Damn, bitch." Like ugh, let's maybe tomorrow, bitch. But like right now is not it. So, anyways, that's what happened. Um, I don't even know how I got onto that story. But anyway, so now I'm back in back home. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with my results. I'm really happy with how things went. So hold on. Um So I leave, um, I left New York around like nine ish and, and then they changed my flight. So they, they put me off from Air France and they put me on KLM and it was just, the flight there was fine. I was in, you know, the typical first class shit or whatever, but then they couldn't find a. there were no first class seats in the flight from, um, Amsterdam to Turkey and you know when i got on that that flight bitch i was looking at them i said if if somebody it was one seat left when i got on the flight when i was boarding everybody was seated in first class except for one seat and it was 3f and i said bitch this 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 fucking flight better not get in the air with nobody's asshole sitting on that motherfucking 3f otherwise i'm going to raise hell y'all got me in fucking economy you know what i'm saying like when i cuz my original flight with Air France before they um, change everything, it was both, both flights were all um, in the first class cabin. So it was like, y'all, I mean, I'm not saying you have to compensate me, but I get, if there's no room, I get it. And it's a last minute change, but bitch, if, but, but, but make the change if it's available. But sure enough, somebody sat their ass up in 3F. But anyways, bitch, when I tell you that flight was hate, it was given spirit airlines, It was really giving Spirit Airlines, bitch. Like the, the seat didn't recline. The bitch, it was just plastic. I mean like hard, you know, what's that like hard plastic? I don't know. Like it's just the seats were just plastic. There no cushion. It was there was no TV, no monitor, no place to plug your phone, nothing, bitch. There was no armrest. I said, what the fuck? For three and a half hours. I was like, this is crazy. So anyway, so boom. So then I get to Miss Turkey. And I land and then the um the the clinic ends up picking me up and they take me to my hotel and I stayed at the St. Regis, which is was fabulous, like fabuloso bitch. I normally always love the St. Regis. I stayed in the St. Regis when I was in Cairo, me and Serena, and it was like so gorge. It's they're like just breath. They always have great restaurants there, too. Loved it. So the St. Regis I stayed in had a Michelin star restaurant. Um, it was also right next to like, you know, a Piaget, bitch. They had Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Prada, Gucci. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about stuff like that because, you know, but. It was nice because the restaurant was there, and the restaurant was really, really fabulous. But needless to say, that was a really great um, hotel. So if you do, guys do go to Turkey, I would honestly suggest, if you can, maybe go to the St. Regis. The only reason why I went to the St. Regis was because um, I got a massive discount. And um, so basically, all I paid out of pocket was $300 for four nights. Roughly, it was about like $600 or so a night there. But with my discount, it's just... You know, you know me, bitch. Like, I'm the type of bitch who's going to work out a discount. I'm g- going to fly for free, bitch, because my flight there was for free. My upgrade to first class was free. You know what I'm saying? My hotel was only $300 for them four nights. Like, girl, I'm, I'm a bitch who will work the point systems and look for the discounts and the codes and the promos, hoe. Like, I'm really that girl. The girls will be doing a lot of things on their phone, you know? The girls be like, oh, I don't even use computers. I don't, bitch, I need me a computer. I need a full on type typity type computer. Cause bitch, once I get to looking and scrolling and applying and copying and pasting shit, bitch. No. And, but it'd be working for me. So anyways, so I go there and, um, the hotel's fabulous. The restaurant was really good. Oh my God. So I was so tired. So I get there and then. The bartender is, like, flirting with me hard body, hard body, 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 body. And so he was like, oh, dweller, we do we do like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, bitch, I'm going upstairs and going to sleep. Like, he said, oh, he was like, well, maybe we can have, like, a nightcap or I forgot what he said. Something, like, basically like a, n- a nightcap. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I get off work at 1130. So I knew what that man, bitch. I was like, all right, cool. So we exchanged numbers and whatever. Bitch got, took me a shower bitch i knocked out by 10 o'clock got knocked out by 10 o'clock um so like and then i didn't get me no turkey dick bitch i didn't get no turkey dick and i cuz i just kept falling asleep like i i like i really played myself cuz some of the men was really cute guys that was working bitch like there was a lot of cute guys up in miss turkey bitch i bought some fragrance yesterday and the guy who was, um he kept spraying stuff on me or whatever, which, you know, I do want to smell the fragrance on my skin. And he kept, like, caressing my arm and, like, literally putting his whole face on my arm and smelling me and flirting with me. And I was like, nigga, if you only knew I got bundles up and underneath this hat, I would take you down, bitch. But I just didn't get on no turkey dick. And, you know, my turkey nigga here in New York... Remember how I told you the guy I've been fucking around with for a while? He's been gone off of, um, on vacation or holiday for the last month. And I'm like, come back. But now, I mean, it's too late now because now I ain't got no hair, bitch. And I'm ugly. Um. So anyway, so let's get into the whole shebangy bang. So the day of, they um they text me on WhatsApp. And they're like, hey, girl, so we're going to pick you up at 630 30. Um, in front of your hotel. I mean, you know, at your hotel and, you know, be ready by 6.30. So that to me was already a problem. <laughs> not step one already having issues. <laughs> like, not step one being like, that's already a problem. <laughs> but let me explain. So breakfast does not open in the hotel till 6.30. You can order the, you know, room service and do like... You know, like the overnight menu, which normally overnight menus are never good. However, a lot of times when you travel internationally, um, in America it's different. But every time when you're out of the country, the overnight menus are not that bad. And you know what I've also realized? You know, I do not like room service. I hate room service. Because normally in America, and somebody please tell me if I'm wrong, but what I've been told, and it makes a lot of sense is there's normally two different kitchens. There's a kitchen that's used for, like, the restaurant and, you know, stuff like that. And then there's a separate, you know, side of the kitchen that's used specifically just for room service. That's why when you go to the restaurant in the hotel, the food be lit. But when you order room service, the food ain't never lit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's two different kitchens. So that explains it. But when you're international, a lot of times it's the same shit and it comes from the same stuff. So, that was the case with the St. Regis. So, I was like, how y'all niggas gonna pick me up at 6.30? Like, I mean, it's not like they know <laughs> the St. Regis's breakfast schedule. <laughs> but I just knew if I was about to be up in that bitch for a long time, getting my my plugs, bitch, and my hair done, I knew I needed to eat, like, a good breakfast to kind of sustain me. So, I was like, girl, let me just wake up early and order off the overnight menu, well, the staff at the St. Regis was so sweet. They were like, no, if you want something on the real menu, please let us know and we'll make it for you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's fabulous. Let's Then this is what I want. So they made me something on the real menu. So then I was able to actually eat, you know, be at ease. And then I was there for like at 630 for my um, transport to the clinic. Um, I would say for me. My suggestion, if you do something like this, is definitely eat before. I think it would probably behoove whoever is coordinating things su- such as this to also let their patients know, like, hey, bitch, you know, we're going to pick you up at 630. Um, maybe have food for them in the van. Maybe give them a heads up, like, hey, girl, eat or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you never want patients to come arrive on an empty stomach. You know what I'm saying? And not saying people do. I'm sure people have sense. But, you know, a bitch like me, I don't wake up till 2 p.m. 6.30 is wild as is. I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast person. I don't eat when I wake up. You know, I kind of basically do intermittent fasting. I don't, you know, I just don't eat when I wake up. Um, So I think it would always just behoove whoever's doing stuff like this to be like, hey, girl, be sure to eat something. Or at least have food there at the clinic for the girl's. You know what I'm saying? I think I would just want to make sure my patients do not undergo a surgery without eating food first, you know? But that's neither here nor there. Um. So I get there, and there's, like, maybe two or three other people there getting ready to do they little—they bundles. And so um. then what happens? What happens? They—I think I go down—no, I meet with the surgeon— and so, for me, my thing was so many of the girls go to Turkey for hair transplants. And I know a lot of people have been asking me, like, bitch, why did you go to Turkey? Why did you go to Turkey? Why didn't you just do it here in the United States? Do you think I want to do it? I would love to just do it here in the United States. I do not want to get on a plane and do surgery. I just don't want to do it. That's never fabulous, no matter how and a lot of people do like surgery um tourism and it's a huge business and they they try their best to make it such a seamless easy thing but no matter how seamless and easy you you try to make it it's never great no matter how you slice and dice it surgery is never fun and especially getting on a plane it's never fun you know what i'm saying at least for me, like, I want to be in my home once I'm done. Like, when I'm done, I want to be in my house. You know, I don't want to be in a hotel. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to go through TSA. pre-TSA. I don't want to get on a plane. I don't want to do a connecting flight. I don't want to pack ba- I don't want to do shit, you know? So, I did not want to go to Turkey. However, the, in my honest opinion... The hair transplants that I've seen being done in the United States are not aesthetically pleasing to me. I do not think they look great. Um, There's a lot of old, I mean, not old school, but in the United States, whenever I see people with hair transplants and stuff or like, oh, I did it here in the United States or did it with Bosley or whatever, whatever, whatever. um, They kind of just put the hair in one row. You know what I'm saying? It looks like um like 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 a picket fence. You know, like or like little grass. They just put they just place the hair in one row and that's it. And in my honest opinion, that's does not look est- aesthetically pleasing. And as I've told the girls, when it comes to plastic surgery or any sort of cosmetic procedure that you want to g- get done, go to people who go to anywhere that only does that. You know what I'm saying? When I got my nose job, um, I don't know how, how long it's been now. I think it's been 11 years maybe since, or maybe 10 years. I don't know since I've done it. My surgeon only did rhinoplasty. He didn't do shit else. He didn't do no titty. He didn't do no no BBL. Bitch, BBLs weren't really a thing back, back then like they are now. But he didn't do shit but fucking rhinoplasty. And... I'm just a firm believer. And you, I mean, everyone's different. This is just my belief. I want to go to someone who specializes in just that. Yes, it's cheaper to kind of bundle things up and be, be like, oh, bitch, I'm gonna do this and do that while I'm under. And, oh, throw that in too. Throw that in the little um, the little package too. That's fabulous. If that's something you want to do, that is not me. That's not how I want to present myself. I want things that are on my body. I want to look natural. I want to look like I've never had surgery done. You know, that's not the look I'm going for. Um, So I just believe that when you go to someone, make sure it's some, they only do that. You know, if you go and get your titties done, bitch, go to a, a, a motherfucker who just do titty, just do titty. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, So, yes, there's, like, clinics like Bosley and, like, all those things in the United States. Um, And I'm sure maybe they're fabulous now. I have no idea. But they're also super expensive. They're about, like, $25,000. So, boom. Um, And upwards. So, in Turkey, the thing is it's so prevalent there, which poses great things and also poses not so great things. So, the not so great thing is, you know, everybody doing it you know what i'm saying it's it's so prevalent that everybody's doing it it also means that not everyone's a master at it you know but on the flip side because everyone's doing it they all have to be up to date and they're they're basically competing with each other it's a bunch of clinics basically competing with each other to who is going to make it more innovative who's going to stand out who you know what i'm saying So anyway, so that's when my research started to really go in. I started looking at things. Um, Again, this is not my first hair transplant, so I already know what I'm looking for. Um, I already know what I want. Um, I already know what questions I need to ask. So my concern was just the aestheticness of it. And so with that comes, yes, I'm going to go to like a great clinic and whatnot. Don't get me wrong. But it's basically I want... I'm more concerned with the surgeon. You know, I'm more concerned with them. In my opinion, surgeons need to have like an artistic eye, like an eye for beauty and symmetry that most people do not have. And a lot of people do not need to be doing no cosmetic surgery. You need to go do regular surgery, like hip transplants, knee replacements, shit like that, bitch. You want to cut up on some people, do shit like that. But when it comes to things of beauty, if you don't, if you're not, I mean, it's no shade, but if you don't see beauty yourself, you don't need to touch my body. You you go touch somebody else's body, Mariah Carey, no shade, you know, um, no pun. Um, don't touch my body, bitch. Don't touch me. So that was my main thing. So initially I was talking to this one clinic and it, it was okay. I was, I was, I was like, but I wasn't sold. And so I went and I started researching like the top 10 clinics, uh, in Turkey. And so, you know, there was one at the very top called Vera clinic. And so I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to click clearly the number one. So I'm going to look into that. But I'm also going to like click into other ones and see. Just because something's number one does not mean it's the best. You know what I'm saying? We already know how aggregated things are when it comes to online reviews. And just a I, girl, we already know the tips and tricks and the buffoonery and the smoke and mirrors. I get it. So just because something's number one don't mean shit. And so I ended up clicking on... It's, and, and instantly, I just looked at the photos, and what, what I wanted to see was good end results. So I did like what I saw with Vera Clinic, and I saw another one. I want to say, what's that man's name? Sir, bitch. What's that nigga's name? Hold on, Sir, Sircon, Sircon, Sir, Sircon. I think that's that. Yeah, that's his name. His name is Sircon. Fair, Faircon, bitch. So. The other one before that was Dr. Sircon, And so I looked at his photos and the photos were lit. Like them, them hairlines was looking lit, bitch, lit. And so I basically hit up Vera and another one. And then I also hit up Sircon, And then the, the original one I was talking to, I kind of left them in the dust. And I was like, I'm not using y'all. And so when I was talking to um the people of uh, Sircon. It took, like, two to three days for them hosts to, like, get back to me, which was wild because I was like, bitch, girl. And then when I hit, hit them up, um, they were like, all right, so send photos. Let me see what you want to do. And then they were like, we'll get back to you in five to seven business days. And I was like, girl, don't do me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of excessive. Like, girl, just it's going to take that long for the doctor to. But you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm sure y'all get a lot of inquiries that wasn't a red flag for me, per se. I, it just mean like, okay, maybe you're in demand. Maybe you really are good at what you do. Boom. So, um, long story short, they got back to me later than, like, seven business days. And then they came with a proposal. They, they emailed everything to me. Um, they emailed me, like, some links of him, like, a GQ article. Um, but, see, this is another thing I got to let y'all know is – You also have to be very careful with what you read online, meaning when when the girls be like, "Oh, featured in GQ or featured in L Magazine or whatever." If L Magazine editor did not tell one of their staff writers, "Hey, reach out to this person. We want to do an actual feature on this person." That's not to me. That's not a feature. You know what I'm saying? What they normally do sometimes, and this is for anyone with music journalists, you know, everybody. Does. This is nothing new in the game. Sometimes they just get assigned. we need you to talk about bananas, all right? So they're going to reach out to somebody who's in charge of bananas and be like, hey, can I get a quote? And so then technically you're featured in that whatever. But you know what I'm saying? So so when somebody says, oh, I'm featured in GQ magazine, L magazine, I don't want to say take it with a grain of salt, but go read the article. Sometimes they ain't even really featured, bitch. It's just like a little blurb. You know what I'm saying? Like, technically, I was featured in Harper's Bazaar last month. I didn't post it because it wasn't about me. It was about the performance I did in Puerto Rico over in October. Even though I could have posted it and made it be like, oh, bitch, I'm in Harper's Bazaar, but it wasn't about me. It was about, like, the performance and AIDS research, or some shit, which I didn't read it, but whatever. The lady was like, Can you please share it? I said, I ain't sharing it. I, it's not even an article about me. But good luck. I mean, you know what? I'm not trying to be shady, but it's like, I'm not going to. Sh- Why am I going to share it? It's not an article about Solomon. You know what I'm saying? It don't even, it, it ain't got shit to do with me. You know? So, anyways. So, anyway, so they sent me a proposal and, like, some links, some, like, press links and stuff like that, which is fabulous. Nothing wrong with it. But then I asked my main question was, all right, so that's fabulous. Love that. Um, Is Dr. Sircon going to be the one doing the channeling? And so, basically, channeling is after you design the hairline, how you want it to go or whatever, then they have to design and basically – not stab you that's kind of like a really harsh word but open up the holes in your scalp for the the hair follicles to get implanted into so that in itself in my opinion is the art form that is that's the main decision you know what I'm saying because anybody like you like I said you could just poke, poke a bunch of holes and put them in one row and then you put all the little hair plugs in them and then what you got a row of hair But that's not how natural hair looks. Natural hair does not grow in a fucking grid, bitch. You know, so it's an art form to kind of add those little holes in, if that makes sense. And that was what I was looking for. That was my main thing with everybody I I spoke with is I just want to see examples of the channeling. Like, I want to see how it's coming. Because also, hair doesn't grow just in one angle. Your hair sometimes in one area of your head might grow at one angle and then one area it might grow at another angle. So, it's so important of like the angle that the channeling's done, the pattern, and it can't be too much of a pattern to where it looks like a pattern. It has to look natural. It's so, in my opinion, it's so... That's the most important part. So... They were like, actually, Dr. Sirkon, um, because they was like, oh, he's like the best. He's like, like he's so like, you know, everybody want to work with him. And I was like, that's great. Love that. But um, is he going to be the one doing the channeling? They said no. I said, well, what the fuck? What the fuck am I talking to you? All right. So that was an instant no for me. And I'm not trying to shade that person's business. I'm not. I'm not trying to trash them. You know, I'm sure they still do great work. But for me, that's a a hard no. I don't want some random technician, some random person, you know, who who has to work, you know, who got their work schedule. Be like, oh, I got to work today. All right. So do this person right here. No, 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 no. No, thanks. No. Great idea. Wrong girl. You know what I'm saying? So I found out he does not do the channeling. And a lot of things in these clinics is they a lot of. The times it could be technicians doing the channeling, not saying they they do bad work, but I want to trust an artist, if that makes sense. I want to trust someone, you know, so that was a big and some some clinics make you pay more if you for a surgeon to do the channeling as per, if you just get like the technician to do it, it's cheaper. But if you pay for a surgeon to do it, then it's like it ups the price. Um, so it's, 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 that's what I've learned. And that's what I want to share with you is if you want something that's aesthetically pleasing, make sure you ask those questions on who is doing the channeling, who is doing the design work on your motherfucking forehead, bitch, who's designing the goddamn bundles. So At this point, everybody is all – when I'm doing my research and talking to all these clinics and stuff, they all falling by the wayside, just dying off one after the other. But the only one that stayed was Vera Clinic. And so I told them, I was like, "Um, I want to pick my surgeon. I want to pick – I want an option. I want to see their work. I want to get close-ups of the channeling. I want to pick who's going to design my motherfucking bundles. So then, needless to say, I found the surgeon I was comfortable with the most. And um, I followed him on Instagram. He followed me back. And on his Instagram, you could see, like, literally, you could he posted photos of his actual channeling. Like, before the hair gets implanted, just what the channeling looked like. Um, so, I needless to say, I was impressed. I was happy. So, boom. So, what I would like to share with you guys, again, reiterate... And this is it It ain't got shit to do with turkey Ain't got shit to do with nobody. Just make sure if you are doing a hair transplant. Figure out who is the one doing the channeling and, you know, the opening of the holes and designing the hair and where the hair goes. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter where you go. Just ask those questions. If it doesn't bother you and you, you don't mind looking like a Cabbage Patch doll, bitch, or looking like Chucky, go ahead, bitch. Don't YOLO. You know, but that ain't for me. For the For the aesthetic girls, the girls who who likes beauty, no. That's not for me. So needless to say, um, I was very strict on it. And I reiterated multiple times when I was talking to Vera. I said, all right, cool. And I just want to reiterate and confirm, this is a surgeon. He's available that day. He's available that day. He's available that day. So the day of, uh, or the day before, um, because you know I'm just a control freak. You like I'm a control freak, bitch. I'm a capricorn. And and I'm glad I didn't do this because I didn't there's no need cuz once I realized my not my call time but my start time was um they're going to pick me up at 6:30. I was like all right, cool. But I'm the type of person so when I got my nose job done, I was his first nose job of the day. So Another thing that also troubles people is the idea that there's a lot of people having surgery on one day. And so you kind of kind of feel like you might be in a cattle like they're cattling you or like it's just but that's so normal in any surgery. So when I got my nose job here in California, you know what I'm saying? It's surgeons. They do, they do multiple people in a day. You know what I'm saying? And most surgeons sometimes only do surgeries on Tuesdays and Thursdays or like two days out of the week. And the rest are just consultation days and follow-up days. But when they're in surgery for the day, they be, bitch, they be surgeon from sunup to sundown. That is a very normal thing. So don't be alarmed with that. So, but me, because of the control freak I am, I was going to hit up Vera Clinic and be like, all right, so... No, I wasn't going to hit up. I was going to hit up my surgeon on Instagram. I was going to ask him. I was going to be like, so um, you will be doing my surgery tomorrow. And I just want to know, are you a morning person? Are you an eat Like, when do you feel? <laughs> and I was like, Solomon, don't do it. Because I was going to be like, no, if, if you're not a morning person, I could wait. You know, like, I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> but if you are a morning person, I could be up. Like, what do you... what?" I want the best results possible. Is there something you need me to bring? Do you want me to bring muffins? Like, what is it? What can I do to make you feel at ease? <laughs> I'm totally that girl. I'm really that girl. Like, sometimes the girls be like, oh, no, they're supposed to make you feel at ease. Yes, they are. However, I'm the one who's like, bitch, what do you need to make sure? What, do you need me to, um, you know, bring something fabulous to eat? Do, what can I do to make you feel you're about to do the best work of your life and i'm not just a numbered patient you know um but i didn't do that but that was where my mind was going cuz you know that's that's just me bitch so anyways so i'm there and then so we go upstairs and um i meet with the the surgeon or whatever and then we kind of designed the um the hairline and he you know he he went in he did what he wanted and you know me bitch you know me. I'm the type of girl who's like, I'll make some alterations. I'm always the girl making alterations. When he designed my hairline, I was happy with it instantly. Shockingly enough, I was happy with it instantly. When he was designing it with the with the marker. And he measured my forehead. He measured everything. He understood what I wanted. Boom. Got it right the first time. I mean, he, we, he erased a little bit and then kind of rechanged one side because you know hairlines are not straight and you know they kind of one side's normally always a little higher than the other, whatever. So boom. So I was like, all right, cool. And he was like, are you happy with it? And we, you know, we spoke and whatnot. And then I said, give me one moment. Somebody hand me um a measuring tape. So somebody handed me a measuring tape and I measured my face because your face not always, but I don't want to say a perfect face, but a perfect face <laughs> um, should be measured in thirds, right? So your face should be divided in thirds, meaning, you know, like your your mouth, your, your tip of your nose to your chin should be one third. Your nose to like your eyebrow area should be your second third. And then your forehead generally is your final third. So I was measuring my thirds and some of everybody else the other people who were in the room were like what is he doing like why is he measuring his face but the surgeon knew exactly what the fuck i was doing he was like no he's measuring his thirds and when i measured my third when i got to the upper third when i stopped you know with the measuring tape was exactly where the where he designed it at and so that's when i was also fully happy with like no this nigga know what he doing you know what i'm saying like he, he understands symmetry. He understands because m- the thing is, I wanted to lower my hairline and make my forehead smaller. I've always had a big forehead. Again, I've never been a bald bitch. I'm not balding. I'm not a bitch who's bald, bitch. I, you know, not to. Sh- I'm not shading nobody who's balding. That's not it. But I'm not a bald bitch. I just have a big-ass forehead. My biological mom had a big forehead, It's just, even as a kid, when I look at, I've just always had a big forehead. And the older you get, you know, sometimes your head just gets bigger. Me, figuratively and literally. But, um, so that was the case for me. And so a part of me was kind of like, maybe I should lower it just a little. And I was like, no, this is where it needs to be and be perfect, like, harmony with my face. These are my thirds. This is it. And... Honestly, when he did that himself without really having to measure much and just being able to look. And once I pulled out that measuring tape and it stopped exactly where he stopped, I said, yep, this nigga know what he doing. He know what he doing. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, daddy. He know what he doing. He about to get me together, bitch. So I was really happy with that. Um, so then they go downstairs and... um. They took a vial of blood and they used the – basically to use, you know, like the PRP, the platelet-rich plasma. So it could – so the, the hair follicles can kind of sit in that, that juice, if you will. So um, it when I was talking to Vera Clinic and basically every clinic I was talking to, they were like, oh, we do these pain-free, you know, injections where – you, they don't use needles. It's like this little, it's air pressurized anesthesia, local anesthesia. So you're just, you're numbing the area in your head. And literally everybody was like, oh, we do the, the pain-free one, the pain-free, needle-free anesthesia. It's air pressurized, blah, 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 blah. So when I was getting, so they take my blood or whatever and put it in the IV. And when I did my first hair tra- transplant, um, they put me under. I mean, they didn't put me like... Under, under, like, you know, there's three parts to anesthesia, but it was basically like twilight anesthesia where you don't remember shit. You just, it's kind of like, yeah, you don't remember shit. And that pissed me off because I remember asking, I said, am I going to go under? They're like, no, you'll be awake. And for me to like get hooked up to an IV and all of a sudden I see that fucking propofol, bitch. I said, y'all niggas done lied to me. And then there I go, knocked out. So... I was still tra- traumatized from that because I was really annoyed. Like, bitch, you got to let niggas know what's up. So when they took my blood and they also put in an IV, I was kept reiterating. I said, what is the IV for? And they told me it was, you know, just literally saline, like, cause so you can stay hydrated, which makes sense. Because if, you know, duh, you're about to do a surgery. So that I was fine with. So then I go into um, get ready to basically start the procedure And so the first part of the procedure is they take out from the donor area and um, I – oh, so then they – so one thing I told them I was very adamant about is two things. Who's doing my channeling and then also who is going to be doing the donor hair area because that is also a very key element because when I did my first hair transplant – Mind you, a U.S. board certified surgeon. Um, she still does great work. Don't get me wrong. It's just I wasn't really happy with the the donor area result because them niggas went hard body. Like they just started pulling out fucking hair. So it. So I told them. I said, what I want is when you do the donor area, I it needs to be blended. Like it needs to be. Like a blend. So in case my hair goes short, you can't really tell. There's not like bald spots or sporadic. You know what I'm saying? So that's a very important thing too. And making sure they don't over harvest. So um, I will say now that I look at my results and I look at my donor area, they did an amazing job at making sure it was just like, I don't know how to put it, but it was symmetrical. So, you know, so you know how I told you I didn't want to pattern for my hairline well for my donor area i actually do want a pattern because when i you know sh- you know shave my hair or cut my hair really short it's going to look better blended or i can get a fade or whatever whereas if you just you know haphazardly plucking shit out of my head leaving all these random ass bald spots, it's going to look crazy so you so for the donor area, you do want a very symmetrical pattern. So that way it looks good, but you don't want a symmetrical pattern for your hairline, just the donor area. So when I look at my results now, I'm really, really happy of how they did it and how they kind of looked at the previous scarring, not scarring, but like the bald areas that I had from the my previous hair transplant and worked around it very fucking impressed because that was that's that was kind of scaring me a little bit you know it's one thing to have a lit hairline but bitch if you look at the back of the hair head bitch and you bald and spotted up looking you know like you got mange bitch that don't look good either so that was that i'm i'm very happy with and i can 100 say like i'm really happy with how the back of my shit look so um, so, like I said, they were over here talking about, like, oh, we're not going to do no needle injection, the pain-free, no needle injection, air pressurized. <laughs> bitch, that's a lie. That is a lie. That's a 100%, 1,000% bold-ass fucking lie. That's a whole entire lie. And you know I'm going to tell it like it fucking is, bitch. That's a lie. And... So they did have those air pressurized things and they did do it. Don't get me wrong. But then they went in after the air pressurized things and still use traditional um, needle anesthesia, which I'm not mad at them using needle anesthesia. But don't lie and and or don't withhold that information and then promote this whole. Oh, we only do. um," No, they didn't say only, but they're like, oh, this includes this package includes the pain-free, air-pressurized, needle- I mean, needle-free anesthesia. Well, bitch, if you're going to later on use needles, say that too. You know what I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why promote something saying it's, oh, you're going to also get this needle-free, you know, pain-free, air-pressurized anesthesia. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't even even mention that if you're going to just still stab a bitch with these big-ass needles. Does that make sense? So but it's but I think it's also because you don't want people having last minute surprises, you know, because it's one thing to go through surgery. It's already people are nervous as is doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're going under or you're staying awake. It doesn't fucking matter when you're having surgery. You're still nervous. You don't know. It's a lot. Then put on top the fact that you're in a country far away from your home. Not everybody travels the way I do. I'm comfortable in countries like I be moving and shaking, popping through fucking um, border uh, customs like it ain't nothing, bitch. Some people, if they're going to travel, you know, to get surgery done, this might be their first time leaving the country or either their first time going far. You know, they might go to Canada or Mexico or something like that. But this might be their, their, you know, this is kind of a, a big step for most average people. So for somebody to go all the way over there and then, yes, there is an English translator, but then you got like one English translator that you're with the whole time. But three other people in in the room ain't speaking English and you see these big ass needles that you didn't think were going to be used. That needs to be disclosed. You know what I'm saying? That needs to be. You need to say that, you know, to alleviate people's fears. I'm OK with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really no shade. I was like, I don't know what them little pussy ass, little air pressurized anesthesia. Because, bitch, I know my shit, bitch. I know my shit. If there's something about surgery and beauty and shit like bitch, a bitch like me knows her fucking shit. Okay? So when I was reading all these, everybody talking about them air pressurized, needle free anesthesia. I said, this pussy ass shit ain't going to do shit. This shit ain't going to do shit. Like, I was like, this don't even, matter. I, a part of me was like, bitch, just give me the real and like, just stab me up with a needle, bitch. You know, so I wasn't really tripping off of it. But I could see somebody who might be afraid of needles or not even afraid just to kind of last minute be like, oh, yeah, we're going to stab you with these needles. You know what? I, you know what I'm saying? Just to keep it real with you, like, let people know that, like. Share that information with people. So they ain't about to be, not rushed, but like, all right, now put your head down. And all of a sudden you're like, bitch, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So that needs to be shared because, honey, in order, because that's why I knew them little pressurized, pussy ass, little anesthesia shits wasn't going to work. Because you got to numb that hair down, bitch. You know how many nerve endings are in your hair, your scalp? You know what I There's so many nerve endings. You have to go deep up in that motherfucking dome, bitch. So that's why I was like, them air pressurized shit ain't gonna do nothing. So the needle ones, you gotta go deep into it. So that shit hurts. I, I can take pain like nobody's business, bitch. That shit was hurting me. I was like, ooh, I was I was I was like, hold on, baby. We got to wait. Give, give me 30 seconds for the next one. Give me 30 seconds. Like, oh, she's going too deep. That shit hurt, bitch. I'm not even going front. I'm not even going to scale it one to 10, bitch. I would say a solid seven for me. Maybe an eight, <laughs> bitch, That shit hurt. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to hold it against y'all. I'm being 100 percent honest. That shit hurt boots. That did not feel good, honey. And I've been numbed with Novocaine in the mouth. And the thing is, like, you know, any sort of, like, lidocaine, Novocaine, any kind of cane, eventually it'll start to numb a little bit. I was like, ooh, we just got to hold on, baby. Just do a couple drops first and then let that numb a little and then go, you know. But, you know, everybody has a different technique for numbing. Some of the best people who know how to numb really well will do a couple pricks, you know, to kind of numb that area, wait a little bit, and then go in deeper. You know it's it's a longer process. but you know, the person who did mine, they' the, I don't want to say they were fast, but it, it took like less than a minute for the injections. Someone who might understand um, pain management and people's comfort comfort would have probably taken eight minutes to administer the numbing agents. But, you know, that would be my suggestion to them. Having somebody understand that. Or even if they don't... She might even understand it. She just probably didn't want to do it. But I will say this later on. So I heard a grown-ass man screaming bloody murder in the operating room next to me. Screaming bloody murder. Like, he was howling. So I'm just saying, if y'all get a hair transplant... Just beware, that shit hurt, <laughs> bitch. I-, I ain't gonna hold you up, bitch. That shit hurt, boots. So just gonna just keep it one hundred percent honest with you. But you know, once everything's numb, um, you are appreciative that like they did numb me down, like they numb me good. I didn't feel shit. Um, and then that's when the guy started doing like the the harvest, not harvesting, but taking the the. Plugs out of the donor area. And I do appreciate that it was only one person doing that. And I think the reason why the first hair transplant I did, I didn't like how they took out my donor area because it was two people. So one bitch on the left side probably ain't looking at the bitch on the right side. So they're not comparing each other's shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why on my left side there's less hair than on my right. So I like the fact that the, the person who did my... um harvesting or whatever i don't know what the the terminology is but taking out my hair it was one guy and so that's why it looks even and clean and symmetrical and i like it and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's just one person doing it so when they're doing that they got two other technicians on the side um separating your hair your which they'll call them grafts, and um the thing is, hair comes in, in each hair follicle, you'll have a number of hair hair strands. So kind of to put it like there's, in a hair follicle, there could be three. In another hair follicle, it could be two strands. And in some hair follicles, it'll be one. So they got to separate the threes, the twos, and the ones. Because in a natural hairline, you're, you're going to see more of the ones closer to the, the front of your hair. Whereas in the middle of your hair, you'll see twos and threes. And you know what I'm saying? So it kind of blends out nicely. Um, well, when they were doing the, when I was with the surgeon, he was also looking with like a microscope on my scalp. And so I was looking on the monitor. Bitch, you know, the doll got fours, bitch. The doll had fours and fives. And her little hair follicles. Fours and fives. Mhm. So I just want to let you bitches know it's not a, it's not the fact that the doll didn't have bundles, okay? It's not the fact that the doll what didn't have bundles. She has the bundelinas, okay? You bitches over here struggling with twos and threes, bitch. A whole whole a whole over here got got fours and fives and her shit. I just, I just, I, I didn't mean, I didn't, I'm not trying to give it off like that. I just wanted to, you know, just give it off a little bit. I just needed to let that be known and put that shit on record. The doll had, and I got the paperwork to prove it. Cause afterwards they give you a paperwork of showing, um, how many ones you had, how many twos, how many threes. And then they had a separate category for a bitch like me. They were like quadruples and more. Mm Mm-hmm. So the doll got bundles. Don't do me, bitch. (laughs) bundles (laughs) <laughs> bundles <laughs> fours and fives bitch I, I, bitch I didn't even know I didn't even know that was I didn't even know that until I was looking at that monitor I said bitch I look like four strands I was like you better go on with your bad self bitch you little baddie <laughs> so the doll has you know j- I mean I'm just gonna say it again she has fours and fives Ooh. <laughs> you, bitches <are> bad. <laughs> Ooh, you bitches are mad Oh, you bitches are mad um yeah shout out to the mexicans honestly shout out to them me- bitch native americans got some good hair bitch um who else got the good hair too mexicans not all mexicans mo- mostly because the white mexicans kind of it's a little rocky sometimes it's a little rocky but still even then it's still they still got good hair bitch so thank god I'm, i got me a little mexican in me bitch but you know what they do say is balding and, like, th- whatever the hair issues are comes from your mother. So, thank God, you know, my mom didn't have no issues with none of that, you know. Thank God, you know. She dead now, so I can't really, like, really double check. But from what I've heard and, you know, the pictures I've seen, she she didn't bald. She, she's, and when I saw her a year or two before she died, she had a head full of hair, so... Because it's no shade But you know The girls who be balding a lot The girls who be balding a lot White people ball down White people ball down to the ground bitch It's really no shade But like white men By the time they're 28 Most of the time they just be bald bitch Fully bald Not even like Like Receding hairline Them niggas be bald Okay But you also know who has balding issues too Black men too yeah black men white men um some middle Eastern men you know but them white men be ball bitch looking like a honeydew melon by the time they are 27 years old i'm not trying to be shady but it's just i didn't mean to say that i'm sorry um let me get let me stop because i'm trying to make this like a very educational podcast i'm not trying to put in my little problematic bullshit (laughs) so anyway so boom so then while he's taking out all my hair you know, he's basically passing it along to the technicians. They're separating, you know, the the threes, the twos, and the ones, and the <clears throat> fours and the fives. And so anyways, um, then once that's over, they flip. That took about, they said it took about two hours. It didn't feel like two hours. Um, but yeah, it took like about two hours. And then they flip you over, and then they numb you again. From the, for the 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 hairline and bitch that shit hurt, um, <laughs> it just fucking did, and um, and so you know what's crazy? They didn't even use the the air pressurized pain shit on my forehead, which is also like another reason. Like it's so like why I even mention it? You know what I'm saying? Like y'all didn't even use it in the front of my forehead. So like. Just don't even mention that bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is so, it's also slightly misleading. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're, the reason why you're mentioning it is because you want to give people this ease of this technically pain free surgery, which no pr- procedure is pain free. You know what I'm saying? You're an idiot if you believe that. But most people are idiots, no shade. But like, most people don't, are not critical thinkers. And they go into these situations thinking like, oh, everything's going to be a walk in the park. Like, no, bitch. It's not like those. You know what I'm saying? But it is to me, it's technically a little misleading for these clinics to talk about this needle free anesthesia when you're really just going to use the needles anyways. So, girl, I'm not getting into it because that did honestly, that did annoy me a little bit because it's like I just don't like surprises, you know, um, and I just know I'm well-equipped with a lot of things. I just think the average person, especially... I'm the type of bitch who has a mouth on her, too. So I'm the type of girl where I speak up, I'm 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 quick with it, you know? And I just know some people are not like that, and they're just afraid sometimes to speak up or they won't mention things. And so I just can't imagine someone who's already nervous going into this situation and then maybe possibly being afraid of needles or thick needles or whatever, and then just not, you know what I'm saying? I just don't feel like that's, I feel like that needs to be disclosed. And I just feel like it's a little misleading to promote this product that y'all don't even use, you know? So girl, so boom. So then they flip me over and, um, they, um, they numb me or whatever. And that's when the surgeon comes in, he did my channeling. It took about like 30 minutes or so. And then afterwards, you know, I'm watching Netflix and whatnot. And then they had two other technicians start putting in the hair. Um, and so I'm just kind of, and they're like, that part will take about two to three hours. So everything was going good. Um, I think the the, the, now this is the own. I've had you know I I have my little diva moments, and I did have a little a little a minor diva diva moment, and this is the diva moment. So prepare, but um, they it was two women, and they're sitting on stools, and I'm you know I'm just kind of laid back, you know, trying to watch Netflix or just something. And I don't feel anything or, you know, nothing like that. Um, and they're putting in the plugs and whatnot. But their mouths were right in my ear because they're on the stools. And the way wh- how I was sitted is they were just basically ear level to me. Honey. Them girls did not stop talking. They did not stop. They, it, I, I mean... I was shocked. I was like, are you guys able to breathe? Is your mouth dry? Are you thirsty? Because y'all you y'all have not stopped talking. Honey, When I, I mean, I don't even know how else to really describe the excessive talking. But it was just, it just, it, the dialogue never ended. It just, like, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, what are you guys possibly even talking about? This is crazy. But, you know what? I didn't really complain. I just closed my eyes, and I was watching the Matilda thing on Netflix. Thank God that there's fucking subtitles because, bitch, couldn't even hear the goddamn Netflix because these hoes was just chit-chatting. You know? And, you know, honestly, I feel like if you come to work and you see your favorite co-worker, you gonna chit-chat too. But, I mean, I was like, damn, bitch, enough. Y'all ain't tired? I'm exhausted listening to you. So, um. But you know what also it and I know this is what is this xenophobic. I think this is what the girls will call it. I don't know, bitch. I don't know what the new kids are using these days, but um, but I will say there is, and I can we talk? You know, we could talk. You're my people. You you get me. Um it, it, and, and some people don't want to admit these things, but bitch, it is what the fuck it is. When someone's not speaking the language your native language, it is a little bit more annoying, if that makes sense. Whereas if someone, let's say these girls were just speaking in English, I i mean, I would still be annoyed because you're in my ear. We're not going to slice around that. Like, There's no way we can negotiate with that. If you're talking in my ear nonstop for two and a half hours, I'm going to get annoyed. Especially... If I'm having surgery, if I was getting my nails done, my feet done, whatever, that's already a little annoying as is, I'm sure. But bitch, if I'm already, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but like, I wasn't on, I wasn't at a spa visit, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting, I'm having an operation done. So that's already annoying as is. But when someone's speaking a language that you don't know, it sounds, it's a little bit more annoying because it just sounds like static noise, you know, it just sounds like noise. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let's say you, you know, you're at a mechanics, uh, a car mechanic place, and all you hear is drills and banging and clanging and clanging. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you're going to be like, bitch, that is annoying. That is annoying. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot equate the sound to an actual word. You can't equate the sounds that you're hearing to a story or, you know what I'm saying? So it's annoying to hear someone speaking a language that you're not familiar with. And don't get me wrong, bitch. I'm in your house, okay? I'm in your country. So I'm not the type of bitch who's like, oh, speak English. No, bitch. I'm in your country. I'm in your shit. You know, speak whatever you want to speak. But as a patient, sitting there for two and a half hours, hearing two girls, you know, co-workers just, they weren't like talking loud or nothing. It was just, you know, co-workers just, you know, probably bitch, I really don't know what the fuck they were saying. But you know, just chit-chatting. After two and a half hours, I was like, girl, this is now now we gotta wrap this conversation up, baby. <laughs> Matilda is over. We're on to another pro movie now. The, enough, honey. So the coordinator, the guy who um the guy who I've been talking to, the my person on whatsapp or whatever who organized everything he hit me up he said hey solomon just checking in with you i think right now you should be in surgery you have probably about like another hour so to go i'm gonna check in with you he said how are things going i said not well (laughs) actually i'm glad that you asked because it's not well Baby, I was like, these girls are talking excessively. And I forgot exactly the words that I used, but I was like, I had like a, a whole paragraph of it is excessive. It is disruptive. like, I mean, I was giving you full on white woman, bitch. Like you, not for your fucking nerves, bitch. I was like, uh-uh. I said, not well. Actually, extremely not well. It is very disruptive and it's very excessive. The dialogue, the talk, I mean, I was going in. <laughs> And then I took it a step further and then I screen, not screen recorded, but um, voice, sent a voice note so that he could hear I like a 30 second voice. Note, I said, they're not stopping for breaths. They have not stopped talking. And I sent a little voice note because I was like, there's no way he's going to he's going to believe what I'm saying is to be true. These girls have not stopped talking, honey. Baby. Less than 90 seconds later, in comes in five different people. The tra- the English translator shows up. Two doctors show up. A coordinator show up. They get to talking in Turkey, bitch. And all of a sudden, it was silent. They left and it was silent. Maybe two minutes later, the surgeon came in, started talking, talking to them. Still silent. Then later, somebody else came in. Talk to them again, silent. So instantly, instantly, you know, I felt real bad. Cause I was like, damn, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could have just kept this on the WhatsApp. You know, I didn't need you to like, you know, you didn't need to really, you know, OD on them like that. Cause I didn't want no one to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they were being mean and it was just girls, you know, coworkers chit chatting, but nonetheless, it was annoying. Um, So I instantly felt bad. I was like, oh, I didn't want to get them in trouble. <laughs> And so I just sat there finally listening to the the Netflix and it was just silent, which was nice. It was nice, silent, but it was now it was that awkward silence. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, <laughs> it was now that real awkward silence to where it's like, damn, like you kind of want to say something now, <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> so, um, it, but, they, but by that time they were done like in like 10 minutes or so. And, but I still feel so bad. And then, so they're like, we're so sorry, whatever. And, but one of the girls I could tell kind of really was not happy that I complained. Um, And so one of the guys came in and he was gonna take me to the next step or whatever. And so she was telling him, she basically told the guy, he was like, and tell him me. She was like, and tell him we were talking, but we were mostly talking about his surgery and his procedure. And I said, uh-uh-uh-uh. No, you tell her you wasn't talking for about my surgery and my procedure. Not for no two and a half hours. Now no, he, 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 ha, ka, 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 you wasn't doing all that about my surgery. You tell her that. Girl, because what let me tell you something. One thing about me, you can have you can have your feelings, but don't lie. That's one thing I'm very solid on. I do not appreciate people. Who, don't lie to me. Talking about tell him we was talking about his surgery. No, 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 no. You tell her she was not. Because my surgery don't take two and a half hours worth of dialogue, baby. It just don't. It don't take two and a half hours. How, how the fuck... How, not to be shady. I'm not trying to be, you know, elitist or, you know, talk about medical hierarchy or whatever but like that. But how the fuck the doctors and and the people who are actually involved, they ain't even been talking that long. They don't even say that much. Oh, 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 oh. but oh, oh, oh. But you, the person putting the plugs in has actual two out two and a half hours worth of dialogue to discuss about my surgery but the actual surgeon don't oh oh okay okay something ain't adding up you, you, you better go run don't better go 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 play them games with somebody else please <laughs> play them games with somebody else don't play with me <laughs> like But nonetheless, I did feel bad. I was like, oh, my God. And then so um, after that was done, they wrapped me up, took out my IV, um, put my little bandages in, took photos. And I was going to do this thing called OxyCure. And basically, it's like you're breathing in oxygen at like a three times level, like a hyperbaric chamber. And it helps promote um, the oxygen levels in your skin to kind of help you recuperate much faster which is a great thing but at that time i was just like really tired and hungry and they did give me like a a, um what do you call it like a sandwich when did they do that i think they did that um they gave me a sandwich and some juice I want to say halfway. I don't know. They, but they did. They did give me something to eat. So it wasn't like I just was there for all them hours and didn't eat nothing. But at that time, I, you know, I just wanted to be back in my hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm a person of a particular. I'm a particular girl to where. At. At some point, I just want to be alone and left alone and not touched anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I think every, I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, sometimes you're just like, you know what? Like, I don't really... So I I opted out of the the OxyCure and, like, the hyperbaric chamber thing. Because I was like, you know what? I just want to go back to the St. Regis, order food, lay up in bed, you know? So I opted out for that and went back to the hotel. And um, they gave me... um, What did they give? They gave me, like, a little thing for, like, my neck. They taught me about, like, they showed me all the... Um, antibiotics that I was taking the the anti-swelling medication you know they kind of gave me a rundown and that's what I did appreciate is like they had someone really sit down and like literally sit you down in front and they have like a cafe on the, the bottom floor so you can access that if you want drinks um, teas, coffee, little snacks and stuff like that so that's you can do I think it's free you know I think people are just getting shit so we went to the little cafe thing. They're like, you can relax here. Eat something if you want. Um, but we're going to go over, you know, how to, um, what medicines to take, what times, blah, 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 blah. And that I really did like. They also have a really great PDF that they sent me of basically, literally, and this was super impressive, every fucking question you could possibly imagine like, a step-by-step. Step. Even things from how many days can you avoid going to the gym. And it's, like, a, a nice little imp- – have you ever seen infographics on YouTube? It's basically that, like, how it's designed. Like, whoever did the um, – and it comes in, like, so many different languages. So you can click on whatever. Fabulous, 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 and so useful. Um The guy was like, this is actually a really useful document you're going to. And, you know, when people say things, I'm like, girl, please. But it actually really is. It was a great, well thought out um, document with every single question when to take your medicine, how many days you're not supposed to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like how many when you can get back to like it's just every possible question you could possibly imagine was in there. And that's fabulous. And that's why I say, like, it's so important to do things with people. Um that that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm sure they were like, after, you know, 20 plus years of doing this, we've heard every question in the book. We we know what our patients are going to ask. It's right here. And they would still, you know, if I asked a question, they would still answer it. Um, but I thought that was really well thought out because the thing is, a lot of times when you get work done, um, you will have a bunch of questions and they do say a lot. But by the time you get home, by the time you get back to your house, your hotel or whatever, you have the shit they done told you, you done forgot. So then you got to call the nurse and then you got to email them, be like, bitch, when am I supposed to take this pill? What am I supposed to do? But see, the clinic, Vera Clinic, thought all those things out. They said, no, bitch, this is, Everything you're going to – all the questions you're going to forget um, that we answered, they're going to be right here. And sure enough, I forgot some things. I said, let me go open up this little PDF. Sure enough, it was right there. So that was really, really great. I do like the fact that um, they they did that. And honestly, the whole thing was so well thought out. It was seamless. Um And I think ultimately that's what people want. Like, you want to go and just take out all the brain work, you know? And so once that was done, I did opt out of the OxyCure thing. They did give me another option for this other therapy thing. But I was like, girl, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Like, I mean, when I tell you, honey, like, and I hate this about myself, um. But I get to a point where nice Solomon is no longer like I can't it's hard for me to even play pretend nice. Like at that point, I was like, I just wanna go home. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't wanna do shit. I don't wanna I don't wanna talk to nobody. It's not like I hate people or I'm angry or nothing bad happened. It's just, you know what I'm saying? You know, like when you know when you just really just wanna go home? <laughs> You know, you just be like, bitch, I just want to be in my bed. So I was like, so I went back to um to the St. Regis and they also gave me um like instructions on how to sleep. So you do have to sleep kind of upwards. And um honestly, girl, that first night I slept like seven hours. I had no problems. They asked me like the next day, they're like, what, you know, how was your sleep? How was your sleep? I said, Girl, I was fine, child. I was good, bitch. I was real good. Um, So that was my first. And then, yeah, I was still bandaged. And um, I didn't have any pain. I didn't. Honestly, the only pain I had, not for nothing, the only pain I had was literally those anesthesia injections. That is the only pain I had. I don't have pain right now. I didn't have pain afterwards. Um, I mean, I did take. The painkiller, which ain't nothing but some damn ibuprofen, child. But, um, bitch, I pop those things like they are multivitamin. So, <laughs> which I've learned it's probably not the best. But, um, yeah, it's, I didn't have any pain, nothing like that. And I just went to sleep. And, yeah, it was a great first day, in my opinion. So, that was my first day. So, let's take a break. And then we'll get into the rest of it. A smooth operator, a a All right, so I went to go get some water. I'm not allowed to drink wine or drink Hennessy. No, honestly, this is really water in here. I promise you. Um, however, on the flight I did have um um some champagne on the flight, and with my meal I did have um two glasses of white wine okay not hard liquor but um and then I did have like a glass of red wine the other night so I mean I've been drinking bitch but not like anything crazy bitch you know what I'm saying but you know what I'm saying it's not that deep I mean it is deep <laughs> let not me telling y'all it's okay to get a hair transplant you can still drink no please don't <laughs> um <clears throat> Anyway, so let's get into the second day. So the second day, um, it was my hair washing. And um, what time did they pick me up? 8.30? Yeah, or something like that. So I go get my hair washed. And basically, they just take off the bandages. You know, they inspect everything and make sure everything is doing good or whatever. And um, they also taught me how to wash my hair. And they have a YouTube channel. Basically, they, they they show you there's, like, two videos, instructional videos on how to wash your hair, which I found, one, incredibly useful. And then, two, a great idea because, again, this is all these niggas do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they do. So I'm sure, I mean, one, it's a great asset for their patients. But, two, it's probably a great asset for them because it's, like – don't call us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from a business level. Like, they. so it's, that's what I'm saying is when I, I keep reiterating this, but I can't reiterate it enough. Anytime you have cosmetic work done, it's always great to go to a place that does just that, you know? So, um I go into this office and I'm with this guy. He speaks English and whatnot. I mean, everybody everybody basically spoke English, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm with the guy and he's he's like we need to sh- teach you how to sh- you know wash your hair and I'm like girl and at first I was like girl does not make no like what do you mean but you know he he it's it's a different way of doing it like he was like you got to put this moisture on leave this thing on for on the the implanted area for thirty minutes pat it down in a horizontal wait what's horizontal up and down or vertical vertical I want to be yeah vertical. <laughs> in a vertical way. You know what I'm saying? But that was so, I mean, duh, I get it. But, not to be shady, but like, I, I can imagine some patients probably don't understand it. You know, like they probably wouldn't understand, like, you have to go out of a, a up and down motion of padding it very soft. You can't go left to right, you know, side to side and scrub or whatever. There is a way you're supposed to do it and what um, temperature of water. And I really appreciate that coming from me even in a cosmetic background myself when people ask me like Solomon how do how do I use this face wash and to some people they're probably like oh bitch that's a dumb question you fucking just put the fucking shit in your face you know in your hands lather it up and wash your face bitch duh but i love when people ask me these questions because i'm a little bit more detailed i'm like Put the thing in your hand, lather it up, add some water, lather it up again, gently go over your face, avoid your eyes, keep the thing on your face for like a couple minutes. Do not rinse it off with cold water. Do not rinse it off with hot water. Use tepid, lukewarm, um, room temperature water. You know, pat your face dry. Like there's like, I mean, you don't have to do it, but I appreciate, I love people who give me very detailed procedural procedural, um, step by steps I love that like the attention to detail those are things I really love and I appreciate because it lets me know you know what the fuck you're talking about when a bitch is telling you girl just put this shit in your head like you know wash this shit out that's fine but when a bitch sits you down it's like no bitch listen to me and listen to me good this is how you're supposed to do it and watch this video now let me show you again and now you do it you know it 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 shows me that like they're very concerned with um, making sure that they don't ruin the freshly implanted hair. And also, I'm sure it's coming from like a, a business standpoint of don't fuck it up and then come back to us talking about, bitch, my shit look crazy. You know what I'm saying? When it's your fault, you know, which, listen, people who work in cosmetic industries, you know how many times people get shit done and they be fucking up the recovery process and then they be blaming it on the surgeons When it's really they fucking fall, you know? So that I really did appreciate. Um, And then they gave me, um, I mean, it depends on what package you get, but you can get like shampoos and like different little tonics and stuff like that, like that you can get. And I was like, fuck, I don't think I can take this because I only have, I didn't check in bags. I just did like a carry on. And they're like, oh, well, we have a bag. We put it in like a, a travel bag, like that you could take and check on the plane. And so, they even have their own bag, which may not sound like that big of a deal, but it lets me know it's thought out. You know what I'm saying? They know people are traveling. They know they may not have room in their suitcases. They know not everyone might check luggage or whatever. So, they're like, bitch, well, we actually have a, a small piece of luggage that we put it in that you can check out in the bag. And it has, like, their little logo on it and whatnot. Um... But you know what I'm saying? Like, that was just so well thought out. They're like, I was like, oh, I can't even take some of these products on the plane because of the liquid. They're like, oh, we, we have uh, we're going to put it in a travel thing for you, you know. And that's, again, reiterating. It's always good to go with someone who's been doing this for a very long time. Because, of course, after doing something for 20 something years, you've pro- they probably had multiple patients be like, bitch, I can't take it. So they thought of a solution. So it's small things like that that I love. Granted, don't get me wrong, I really just care about the design of my hair and me being beautiful, but it's the those little elements that set one clinic off from another. Does that make sense? Like it's those and that's from that's coming from me as a businessman, like somebody who runs businesses, it's those little things that are going to set you apart from other people. You know, like when I do my my holiday gift card, I'm not gift cards, my holiday cards for my businesses. Um, And, and, and I mean, there's some other new stuff that I'm not going to get on to with it, this podcast next week. I'll talk about it. But it's little things like that, that it's going to set you apart from other people. And it might seem small, but it it leaves a better impression, you know. So needless to say, I was really impressed with that. Um, what else did I do? And then they washed my hair and then we did a light therapy thing, which is included as well to help speed up recovery. And then I went to my hotel. And then, so then I was talking to my friend and, um, that day I did mention on my stories. I said, I'm not going to, um, like publicly i'm not going to tag them you know what i'm saying like but you know that's just like from a you know it wasn't like a collaboration it's not like i was getting anything done for free i paid full price you know what i'm saying so it is what it is but then they hit me up they were like hey um because i did mention early on like when i was talking to them months like a month or so before i went to turkey i said hey i'll share with you guys my analytics and you know, how things translate into money with me and blah, 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 blah. If you guys are interested in a, a collaboration, let me know. And so they're like, all right, cool, but you know, like we'll 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 probably talk about it when you get here. So I forgot about it. So needless to say, they did um they did ask me to come to the office later on. They're like, Oh, actually, we they do want to talk to you. So I don't know if it was something I posted. I know I did post my numbers publicly um on my story. So I don't know if they saw it. I don't know really what Urge them to jump on board, but um, I was happy with being able to share my experience because I did have a good experience. And I told them at the meeting, I told all of them, I said, "I I never lie about anything." You know, the I feel like the only time, like I've told people, the only time I feel like you need to lie and it's justified for you to lie is when you're in court. <laughs> no, for real. I feel like if you if you're, if you're if you're on trial for murder and you murdered a bitch, you gotta lie, babe. I think now is now is the time to lie, you know? But lying about stupid shit like, you know, did you suck a dick or not? Girl, please. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie about a dick I done sucked, bitch. What that going you know what I'm saying? The girls be lying about dumb shit. And it's like, no, you lie about real shit, like things that make sense, you know, like on trial for murder. But lying about stupid shit don't make no damn sense. So I told them, I said, um, one, I'm glad that we're having this meeting. But two, I'm actually glad that I'm loving that I love this experience now that it's over. Because I would have had to take this meeting with you guys and tell you no. If I had a, wrong, a bad experience, I would have to tell you guys no because I built myself and my brand on being 100% authentic, super transparent. You know what I'm saying? I do not lie. I, I'm not a, I know some girls are influencers, and they make money strictly being influencers. I'm not an – I mean, I am technically – in another facet of me, is considered an influencer, but I have businesses I run. You know what I'm saying? I'm a musician too. There's a lot of elements to me where I make money in other areas, to where I don't make money by, "Oh, let me promote your 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 potato chips." Ooh, let me promote your T-shirt. Ooh, let me. I, I, that's not how the doll makes money. I make money by being me, genuinely. So I can't do collaborations if I don't love what I'm promoting. Because the minute I lie about something, that might temporarily fuck y'all up, but it's going to fuck me up f- even more in the long run. Because now, nobody will believe anything I say. You know? I keep it 100% funky, and that's just how it is. So I say when I do my... my not my tell-all. <laughs> when I do my... my review of this i am going to talk about the two ladies who were in my ear talking i don't think that's a fault on y'all y'all corrected it instantly y'all told them to stop talking you know but that's also a preference for me i do not like people talking for that long you know <laughs> some people don't mind it but i'm going to i'm going to talk about y'all did not mention the needles i also feel needles are necessary in any surgery you do so i was kind of you know bewildered when it was like bitch we ain't gonna use needles well how the fuck you gonna numb this damn big ass skull you know i was confused i knew eventually i was like this don't make no damn sense there has to be so i was like i'm going to tell it like it fucking is but ultimately all those things don't really matter because at the end of the day i'm very happy with the decision i made i'm happy with The whole entire process from beginning to end, there is no such thing as a perfect process. There are going to be little hiccups here and there. I really enjoyed this. And if I were to, the reason why I would recommend them is simply because I did do um, a hair transplant before with a U.S. board certified surgeon. And all in all, I wasn't, I, I liked the work that they did. Don't get me, I liked the work that they did. But now when I look back on my experience with Vera Clinic in Turkey, they completely obliterated and shit on my previous experience. I thought I had a great experience with them. Them, not at all. This this second time ago was by far the best experience. Like, they just everything was just well thought out it it you don't have any questions like you just i don't know how to put it. like it was just seamless it was easy the work was and ultimately the work was good it was good work which that's the main thing um the staff was really great just i mean everything from beginning to end has been very good they're very easy to get in contact with they wasn't doing no dr Sircon where they was over here talking about some girl we'll talk to you in five to seven business days i said well damn bitch <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's crazy bitch um so it, i mean literally they every they every not test but every single because i like i said i talked to like about five other clinics they outshine every single one so it, it's funny because when I go back to that list I saw and they were ranked number one, I was a little skeptical at first, but now I see it. Like, now I'm like, bitch, I can see why you're ranked number one. I can see it. It makes sense to me. And I mean, granted, I didn't go to any other clinics, but briefly working with them and communicating with them for a couple weeks, I can see why they're at number one. It makes sense. Um <clears throat> And I'm happy with my results. Clearly, my hair won't be fully out for another 12 to 18 months. But just looking at the work, because I already know really what to look for, um, and looking at how my hairline is, the placement of the hairs, and then looking at my donor air area, I'm really fucking happy with it. And I really can't wait to grow my bundles, bitch. I really can't. And that's another thing that they were very... um transparent about is like bitch you will get your hair in 12 to 18 months (laughs) and they also give you a certificate too like um that's done through the government of Turkey meaning like um if something goes wrong or something like that you you like I really don't know I should have asked this question but um they'll fix it or I don't know but it is um like a certificate that they have to um insure you with technically and it's and on that certificate it shows like how many actual units you had how many ones how many twos how many threes and how many fours and fives um you have so it's it's so they they guarantee their work but um what was i saying fuck what was i saying oh um this is something that i see a lot in the united states um and i'm sure you you would see it anywhere else too but Surgeons and like anything cosmetic, they love to downplay the recovery process, baby. Who I mentioned this on a couple episodes before, but they love they. I feel like they get hard just the idea of downplaying the recovery time. They will love to be like, "Oh, girl, you you'll be fine in like three weeks. You gonna have you gonna have your bundles in a couple months." Bitch, Vera was like, bitch, that's cute. But um, no, you'll get your bundles in twelve to eighteen months. And they, you know, and they have like a and part of that PDF is explaining a lot of the process um of what happens and whatnot. But they really were like, No, this is what's going to happen. This is how you're gonna look for for three months. This is what's gonna happen by by month four and by month six, and blah. So they're very transparent. And I appreciate that because I don't like being like sold something and be like, "Bitch, you, it's gonna be complete." No, bitch, the bundles will not be bundling till a year from now. Okay, and that's something I want the girls to know too. It's like so now that the hair follicles are in, they're placed in my 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 scalp right now. Now the hair, sometime next week or maybe in two weeks, the hair will fall out. It will fall out, but the follicle will still be in my scalp. Um, You know, like the white part that you see when you pluck a hair out, that's the follicle. So that will still be in there, but the actual strand of hair will fall out. Then, So then I'll go back to just looking like I normally looked before. And so at this point, um, your hair, your whole scalp is pretty much traumatized. Like it's like, bitch, what the fuck? And so now your hair is... So my hair grows an inch or so or more a month, which I'm glad about. Um, but that's, I know my hair. My hair grows a solid inch every month. Well, when I did my, my first hair transplant, bitch, my hair was growing like mm, like one-eighth of an inch a month. Because your hair is like so traumatized. It's like, bitch, it, it, the hair growth is slower than normal. So not only does the hair the hair that you just freshly implanted goes away, then it takes even longer for that bitch to start growing. You know, it takes a while for because it, it's like your whole scalp is traumatized for a few months. And then, you know, after like s- six months or so, that's when it kind of starts to speed up. That's when it kind of gets, you know, activated or whatever. And, you know, but ultimately it's you don't get back to really normal till really the 12th month. It takes a while. And that's what they were very transparent about. And that's what I've been very transparent about when I talk to my friends about this who want to get it done. When I'm talking to y'all, it is not a recovery for the faint, for the weak, bitch. It's not. It is not. This is the, and I've said this when I got my first hair transplant. I said this, that was the worst recovery of my life. And I told people so much. I said, I kicked my ass that I did not do more hair because the last thing I want to do is do a second hair transplant. I never want to do this again in my life. I never do. It is not fun. Zero out of zero, zero out of ten would not recommend. I would recommend because the end of results, I love the results, you know, of me having a different hairline. And I know I'm going to be, more, bitch, you thought I was a bad bitch. Wait till these bundles come bundling, honey. I'm gonna be filling my puss. But the recovery, zero out of ten would not recommend. Ooh, I hate this shit. It's so ugly, and you feel ugly too. And there's nothing worse about cosmetic surgery when you're recovering. Like you do cosmetic surgery because you're like, bitch, I want to be, I want to be beautiful. You want something that's beautiful. You know, so you do it to be beautiful, but then you have to be ugly for so long. So it's like you're really waiting for the tables to turn. And so every day, uh, bitch, if y'all have ever had plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery, y'all know what I'm saying when I say this. Every day you wake your ass up, you run to the mirror, say, it did anything change? Anything change? And it, I mean, it'd be, it'd be changing, but it'd be slow, you know, but the slowest change is hair, bitch. Ooh, that hair transplant ain't, ooh, ooh. Oh, I don't, I'm not, you know, I would not wish this on anybody. <laughs> it is not a fun journey. Trust me. But, um, but it's worth it, if that makes sense. Because you do get more, more confidence. You do have like a better hairline. You do look more youthful. You know, there are people who have great skin, beautiful faces. But bitch, if you got a big forehead, that's going to read old. You got a receding hairline, that's going to read old. It don't matter what... Hair will always... A thick, luscious, youthful hairline will always make you look youthful and cunt and beautiful and effervescent. For real. There's no way to slice and dice it, baby. Also, good, moisturized, you know, glowing skin helps too. Duh. But if the hair ain't right, baby, it's just, you know. So... From now on, um, and then there is swelling that happens. Um, And then also sometimes in the back of your donor hair, because they took the hairs out, some of those nerve endings got not damaged, but damaged in a way, but temporarily damaged. So sometimes you could be numb in the back of your forehead. You could experience, but it's temporary numbness, which the, the PDF that Vera Clinic gave me, they mentioned that too. Um, but there's like a whole, I mean, when I tell you it is, the process is gnarly, bitch. It is gnarly. It is the wildest recovery. I thought having a rhinoplasty, that recovery was wild. No, baby. Cause that's a long recovery too. But, you know, literally your, 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 your nose will be swollen For up to two years or longer, especially if you had tip work, because there's no major blood flow in the cartilage. So your nose technically is swollen, but you'll you'll look kind of good. You'll you'll get back to normal within like a month. You know what I'm saying? You'll be back to the swing of things. Now with no hair trans, baby, you're going to be looking crazy for some months. Okay, and don't let don't have slow growing hair already. All right. This is from a bitch whose whose hair be growing like Rapunzel. So, um, they also gave me some stuff, um, to spray on it. Some like hair tonics and stuff like that, with, which has caffeine and different like things that are going to help speed up recovery. So there is now a lot more on the market to speed up recovery. Um, I also ordered a hat that had like LED, red LED, um, not through Vera Clinic on my own, um, a hat that has... Like a, a baseball hat that you plug in that does like red light therapy. So that would speed it up. Bitch, I'm doing it all. I'm taking all my biotin. I'm doing it all, bitch. I'm putting that sheet placenta on my hair, bitch. I'm not going to mention anything on this podcast. I'll talk about it later. But um, I have a very fabulous hair growth serum coming out um, with epidermal and hair growth factors. Actual hair growth factors in it. I'm not trying to throw anybody's product under the bus. I'm not trying to shit on anybody or in their hustle. But a lot of the girls are promoting these hair regrowth oils and serums and stuff, which is just oils, which oils do help. But theoretically, all it really does, I mean, um, virtually all all it really does is it makes the hair scalp healthy. And when you have a healthy scalp, you have the ability to grow hair. However... If you have dormant hair follicles, you're going to need a growth factor to get that shit growing. And that's what these bitches, not bitches, sorry. But that's what these bitches who be selling these little hair regrowth oils and stuff don't have. So the Dolly, the Dolly, Solomon for Salt Ray Beauty... We haven't, we, I, I haven't made the official announcement yet, but you, we'll, we'll, I'll get to it. But I'm just going to let y'all know the hair regrowth serum we coming out with this month, this, this year, bitch, it's going to have a growth, an actual growth factor. Cause you know, I put a growth factor in the collagen serum. That's why my collagen serum is so fabulous. I'm doing even more and taking it even deeper and even further for the hair growth serum. So when I tell you I'm growing bitches hair, I'm going to grow bitches hair. I'm not going to be slinging a little $8 oils, bitch now, bitch. And also don't be surprised if that, if that hair growth serum, $80. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Don't be, don't be a little shocked when you, when, when it go up on sale and it's about $80, $90. All right. Cause it, it it ain't going to be no $8 oil, bitch. It ain't going to be some damn oil, a bottle full of oils, bitch. It's going to be some shit that work. Okay. Not saying they shit don't work. You know, not saying all those nice beautiful hair oils don't work. Love that for them, but I, I I ain't messing around with that shit. I you know what I do? I do things that I want that shit that work. I need give me the shit that work. Give me give me give me give me the Dexter's laboratory shit, bitch. I don't want no natural bullshit. I don't want no 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 nut trees and 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 organic and um What's that other shit? Organic shit, bitch. Mm-mm. made in a blender, small batch. No, 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 no. I don't want none. Give me, give me the, give me, give me the, give me the pharmaceutical shit, bitch. Give me the expensive shit all the way over there in Dexter's laboratory, and let's get this shit to working, bitch. Because we try to, we growing the girls bundles this year. And, bitch, I'm using it myself, too. So they say my, hair, my bundles going to be ready in 12 to 18 months. We're going to see, bitch. Because once I put this Sauray Beauty Hair Hair Growth Serum up in this motherfucking scalp, bitch, I might have bundles next week. I might have bundles by the weekend, bitch. Check, check in. We'll see. But, you know, I didn't really want to go on from that little tangent. But I'm just getting a little... You know, when you just get a little excited about something, it's just... Ooh, I just can't. I can't wait because I know it's like I get no better enjoyment than when I put people on good shit. I think that's ultimately what it is. I just get so much enjoyment when I'm like, Nah, bitch, this is it. You know, like when you with your friends or whatever, and you be like, Girl, you gotta, you gotta do this, girl. And she be like, "Mm, I don't know. And she do it, and you're like, And she like, Bitch, you really did. I said, Yes, I know. That's why I told you, friend. That's why I told you. That's like me. And it brings me so much joy because I when I talked about the sheep, here I go, said I wasn't even going to talk about it. When I was talking about the sheep placenta and I told y'all to email me, I thought maybe 50 people would email me about their hair problems. Bitch. Hundreds and hundreds of emails in one day. I was really, and people were sharing their photos and like their stories. I was like, bitch. I didn't realize the girls was really going through it like that, so I was like, "No, uh, uh-uh. uh, we gonna we gonna make something." And I'm, I've been work, I've been doing my little due diligence and working daily, looking at these little reports and looking at ingredients and looking at these little reports on um, these science journals and figuring out what things work, what growth form—I mean, not growth hormones, what growth factors work best with what hair, what type. Of, bitch, I've been doing my little motherfucking homework, bitch. Because I said, "No, we gotta find something for the girls." We gotta find something for the girls to get their edges back, cause I I know in the in in the the, the depths and crevices of my motherfucking soul, oil ain't it? It's I said I didn't want to be shady, cause I'm I promise sure you I'm not trying to be shady, cause I know. Technically, it can work, but there there got to be something else, to get to get it popping. You know, it, it can't just be some little little two dollar three dollar oil. Okay, it got to be they got to be something else in the back we could use. We check in the back. What's in the back? What's that over there on that counter? Let's what's that? Let me read up on that. And sure enough, I did my little due diligence. And sure enough, it was like, yeah, bitch, growth factors. You got to stimulate that hair follicle. If it's dormant, what's the point of putting oil in? So you can have an oily, dormant hair follicle. (laughs) Not to be funny, bitch. I'm not trying to be cracking jokes. What that gonna do but make your dormant hair follicle oily, bitch? It's still dormant. It's still asleep. It's damn near dead. <laughs> not trying. I'm not. I'm not, I told you I was gonna be shady, but it's like you know what I'm saying. Like what the fuck that gonna do? And it's like that's the thing that I just. I I have to keep harping on this is. I do not like when people sell things, and they don't do it like verbatim, I think it's an American thing, too, a tactic where business in America has always been about we cannot explicitly say something, but if we can implicitly say something and have people believe it and still sell it, then it still works. And I'm like, no, bitch, that should be a crime. Like, you know, like, don't say this is what it's... You know, like, don't promote something or either... You know what I'm saying? Or if somebody says, oh, this is a great if you're saying, oh, this is um a moisturizing hair oil, and the only comments you're retweeting are hair regrowth. I regrew my hair. Oh, I was bald, I was bald. You're there for promoting it as a hair growth, regrowth serum. You know what I'm saying? So don't it's just, it's just not genuine to me and I don't like those tactics. So it's just like, girl, it, it needless to say, I didn't mean to go on a tangent. We're gonna wrap this up. That's coming out this year. That's in the pipeline, baby. We got the coochie clorox coming in on the pipeline. That's gonna get the coochies nice and bright. We got the um the um the hair thing going off and again. I'm actually changing the formula for some of there's a lot going on with Solway Beauty that I'm very excited about and I really can't wait, but this ain't really about that. Um all in all, I would rate this clinic I don't know what I would rate it but I would definitely if I'm going to if I were to recommend anybody going, I would say I wouldn't say go to Vera Clinic what I would say is talk to them inquire if this is something you want to do if this is a if you want to do a hair transplant I would say talk to them first but also talk to some other people. you know what I'm saying? Always have your options. Me personally, I'm very happy. I did my due diligence and I'm very happy with where I landed with the clinic I worked with and with the surgeon I worked with. And I'm very also shout out. I didn't get this man's name, but whoever did my donor area, shout out to him, bitch. Honestly, I might need, I'm going to hit uh, my coordinator. I'm going to hit him up and be like, who did my donor area? Cause he did a good job. I'm really impressed with that. Hands down. The best experience ever. I would recommend them. Again, like I said, do your due diligence. It may not be the clinic for you, girl. It may not. But I would say if you're planning on um, doing a hair transplant, I would hit them up. Um, A lot of times, oh, they also, part of the package includes, you know, all your shit, all, all your shit's included, bitch. But it also includes, like, transportation and it also includes um, hotel stay in the five-star hotel. I did not stay at the five-star hotel. If y'all, y'all already know who follow me on Snapchat, y'all already know my little discount and my little dilemma. And you know what I'm saying. Um, I did look at the hotel website. It is highly rated on TripAdvisor. Um, I did talk to a couple guys in the clinic who were staying. And they did love the hotel. It is a five-star hotel. Um... I did not stay there, so I can't give my experience on that. But um, that is part of the package that your hotel is included. Um, And then transportation is included because, girl, baby, me trying to order Ubers in Miss Istanbul, bitch. Oh, my Lord. I went out to go get some fragrances and do a little bit of shopping, baby. I said, ooh, let me go back to my hotel. I'm never leaving this place again. Uh Uh-uh. Them Ubers? Bitch, When I I waited 52 minutes (coughs) for an Uber to finally pick me up. And he didn't even pick me up. I had to ask some random um, taxi driver and plead with him to take me to my hotel. Because every Uber driver kept canceling and canceling and canceling. I was like, this is crazy, bitch. And the guy who worked at the shop was like, yeah, Uber, nobody really uses that shit here. So, thank God, you know, Vera Clinic. And basically, I'm sure every clinic has their own, um, their vans. And, you know, they used nice, you know, um, Mercedes Sprinter vans. They were nice, clean, and, you know, it was great. Black vans. It wasn't no real, you know, bad transportation. So, everything was nice. Um, Another little tangent. Cause you know, you know, this, hello, this is me. This is, can we talk? Um, also, so they, they do put you at a five-star hotel. However, again, I did not stay in the hotel, so I don't know. It's probably a fabulous hotel. I don't know. But I also want to be, let y'all know, be wary of, <laughs> be wary when people say five-star hotels. Okay. Just, I'm just saying this as just a precautionary thing. Hold on. Because I've explained this before, but I'm explaining it again. Especially, I can only talk about really in the United States. I don't know what it's really like anywhere else. But in the United States, the minute <clears throat> a hotel has a, an attached restaurant in the hotel, inside the hotel, it is considered a four-star hotel. So this doesn't really happen. But hypothetically speaking, let's say Best Western. No, that's not it. Let's say a Holiday Inn has an attached restaurant inside the Holiday Inn the Holiday Inn would be considered a four-star hotel, okay? Now, what turns things from a four-star hotel to a five-star hotel? Well, now, in order for it to be a five-star hotel, sometimes it can be like butler services and there's some random other shit, but it really basically depends on it needs to have a spa, okay? And once it has a spa, like an actual spa that people who um are not, Staying at the hotel can actually just book a, a, not a freestanding spa, but a freestanding spa that's also within the hotel. Once it has that, it is considered a five-star hotel. Now, with that being said, just because a bitch got a restaurant and a spa, it is considered a five-star hotel But is the service five-star hotel? Are the sheets five-star hotel? Are the towels five-star hotel? Are the little finishing touches, the staff, the... the, You know what I'm saying? Is is everything a five-star hotel? Well, those are all optional. As long as you got the restaurant and as long as you got the spa, you're considered a five-star hotel. But in my opinion, I don't consider it a five-star hotel. I need to see... The thickness of the sheets. I need to see the thickness of the the towels. How many times have these towels been washed? Are they unraveling? How thick? It, like you know what amenities? What you know what I'm saying? Like is there marble or is it granite? You know it's like these little. I mean it sounds like bougie, but these are my expectations when I'm. If you if you're gonna call yourself a five star hotel, I want you to act like that. You know, and my time at the St. Regis was impeccable, impeccable, like a actual true five-star experience. The, not only was the spa, I went to the spa, the spa was fabulous, the restaurants were fabulous, there was a Michelin star restaurant in there, there's actually two restaurants in there, um, the the linen, the amenities, the decor, every aspect of it was Five star. You know what I'm saying? So I'm again, I did not stay at the hotel that, you know, that Vera Clinic puts their patients in. Um, it is considered a five-star hotel. I did not stay in it. I do not know, but I just want to share that information with you is when you're going places, just because a bitch calls themselves a five-star hotel, just have that information in the back of your mind. You know, like, just, just, just know, like, they only can call themselves a five-star hotel because they have a spa. All right. But if them sheets is looking like the best Western, bitch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, <laughs> if <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the pillow a little hard and crush, you know, crunchy, you know, I'm just wanted to share that. And, you you know, take that with you. you take that what you will. Um, But what I, when I did look at the hotel that they do put people in, it did look nice. Um, and again, I would have stayed—honestly, I really would have stayed in that hotel if if the hotel, the St. Regis, was not $300 coming out of my—it was only $300 for four nights. So you're like an idiot to, like, turn that down. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a hotel that cost—for those dates, it was set close to $700 a night. What's that? $1,400 times two? $2,800. You know what I'm saying? for For those four nights— a, instead of spending two thousand eight hundred and you got it for three hundred, come on, stay in the Saint Regis. You know what I'm saying? But if it wasn't that big, great of a deal, I would have taken them up on their offer and I would have stayed in their hotel, and I, I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. You know, I would have been completely fine. Um, and breakfast is included with their hotel. The breakfast and for the Saint Regis was not included, so I did pay for that. Um, but I don't really, I don't really, really care. Um, but it is a great option because, you know, you get free food and, but bitch, make sure you eat before your surgery. Um, but that's really about it. Like I said, I'm not going to do listener letters. This was kind of like a recap of my hair transplant journey. Um, I'm trying to think, did I get any other questions before I wrap this up? Um, oh, so, you know, I'm a self-conscious girl sometimes, but I'm also kind of not. So everybody on the flight. So I I flew from Turkey back to Paris, or back. Excuse me, Turkey to Paris, from Paris to New York, and bitch on that flight to um that that bitch. First off, everybody in that airport in Turkey and that mor- this morning, everybody had their little hair transplants, bitch. Everybody was looking crazy, and on my flight, I kid you not, there was about twenty of us. 20 of us and and to take it even further bitch and i hate saying this because i'm not trying to be rude and i'm not trying to like crack jokes i'm really not because it really actually broke my heart it really actually actually it's not even funny it really just broke my heart really to see such bad work um actually yeah it's it's really not funny at all but it really did break my heart because it's like um, why am I getting, t- oh my god, am I getting emotional? <laughs> oh my god, I really just choked up. <laughs> ah! Wait, no, because that really did hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, it really didn't make me sad because it's like, oh my god, I'm really getting emotional. My goodness. What is going on? No, I think like, um, <clears throat> I think when people are, you have an insecurity or you're very self-conscious about something, um, <clears throat> you put that in you know that fear and you're trusting someone else to do good work you know what i'm saying be a good doctor be a good surgeon you know do, you're you, i mean grant i'm not saying like you know this is more important than you know <laughs> hip replacement surgery you know what i'm saying but you get what i'm saying like when you have that insecurity or something you really desperately want to change you really do go to these people, and you want them to do good work. You're trusting them, you know, and that's a really important thing. And being on the plane, this, and I just saw really bad work, and I was like, "This breaks my heart. It really fucking makes me sad." Um, because you know, you. I, I, you, you don't know people's financial situations, how long they might have saved up for something, you know, how long they, you know, you know, you just don't know. And it just really, like, really did not make me feel good to see, um, to sit on this plane. And, you know, bitch, because I be looking, bitch, I was dissecting that shit, bitch. And, bitch, them hairlines was looking like um, concave hexagons. I'm, not, I'm really not trying to crack a joke But like that's the only way I can describe it Is a concave hexagon If you don't know what a concave hexagon is Google it But that's what them hairlines was looking like bitch Like Bitch Harsh hard lines No Artistry at, b- Bitch they was looking crazy And when I was looking at the donor air The donor air was looking Crazy Big ass deep hole. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh. Bitch, how I go from crying to laughing? I'm, see, this is why I'm fucked up, bitch. Um <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. Like I was looking at the door. I'm like, bitch, deep gashes, bitch. Ditch. Like a big ass ditch. a pothole, bitch. A landmine. That's how big them... I was like, bitch, what was you digging for, bitch? The fuck... Who did this donor area? This shit looks... It shouldn't be looking like this. It should be looking like little small teeny dots. Like little baby little... Like a a ballpoint pen, you know? That's how those little holes should look like. Bitch, they, they look like they done took a damn fucking... Fucking huge gauge needle in that bitch... And was digging for gold or something, bitch. They was over here digging ditches, bitch. Like the Kimberly Gold Mine in Africa, bitch. They was digging up in that motherfucking scalp. I said, what the fuck am I looking at? I felt so bad. I was like, this is crazy. This work is bad. Oh, that work was bad. Oh, it was bad, bitch. Which is also, like I said, when I first started the, um, this episode is... Yes, mad people go to Turkey because it is the hair capital, hair transplant capital of the world. But that lets me know there's a lot of bad work there, babe. It's a lot of bad work. Ooh, the man on that plane was looking crazy. Crazy. I'm not trying to, like, toot it off like that or give it off like that. I was the only bitch that looked right. I'm not— Listen, I didn't— I'm not trying to give it off. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really want to give it off like that. But I was the only bitch on that plane looking right, bitch. At first, I was like, bitch, I don't even— I want to wear my little hat, bitch. I don't think I want to let y'all see me looking crazy, bitch. I was like, bitch, I ain't— Bitch, I ain't got nothing to be worried about. My shit look good. My shit look good, bitch. From front and back, bitch. My hairline look good. The, the the thickness of the, what the work looked good. My donor area looked lit as fuck, bitch. Y'all look like catastrophic events, bitch. Y'all look like war heroes. Like, this one man was bleeding, like, literally had this huge, like, big-ass hole. I said, what the fuck did they pull, bitch? They had to pull, like, a mole, or they had to pull out, like, like a, a, a lymphoma, or they had it, it, that had been something else, bitch. You wasn't pulling out no hair. That's too damn big, bitch. I was, and I'm not trying to gas it up like that because it really does break my heart that I even am saying this because I was really at a fucking loss for words at how bad the work was. I mean, horrible. Like the har- heart the the like the hairlines were hard, like. Like, like, I don't know how to put like sharp lines, like 90 degree lines, bitch. That don't even, like, that is wild. And I was like, bitch, you'll never have to go to a barber ever get in your life, bitch. You basically bought an edge up. You'll never, but you'll have to live with that edge up for the rest of your life, bitch. It looked like somebody took two rulers. Or, you know, with, what, you know what's that, that ruler, the 90 degree ruler they use in geometry? It's basically that, bitch. I mean, I was... I but then at the same time, I'm like, how the fuck you let somebody do that to you? Also, that. Did they draw the line? Like you couldn't have, they couldn't have drawn that line and you look in the mirror and be like, yep, that's it. If so, if you like it, bitch, I love it. But bitch, there's no way in goddamn hell somebody would have drawn that bullshit on my, my head, bitch. And I would have been like, yep, that sounds good. Let's get to working. No, bitch. Are you crazy? Honey, I mean, ooh, them hairlines was crazy. And what was also wild, because see, I could see in the back of the head, right? Bitch, the donor area was not even symmetrical. Meaning like, okay, like they, like it wasn't even, how can I put it? Like it was like 30% to the right. You know what I'm saying? So there was a 30% on the left that was even, that was untouched. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like they went from one end, you know, from left to right like the whole, you know, back of your head. You know, they just took from one little chunk, from one little area. From one side of the, the fucking head. I said, "Why didn't you do the, why didn't you do both? Like, why didn't you blend it out? Why are you just taking a whole chunk of hair in one area, bitch?" Bitch. Oh my god. I just I'm like that somebody got to go to jail. <laughs> somebody got to <laughs> You got to go, you got to complain, baby. You got to get, you don't, you don't need to be on this flight. Y'all all all need to get off this goddamn flight and go back, go to jet, go. (laughs) See, I'm cutting up. Y'all got to get off this flight and go to, go to the police. Y'all got to, y'all got to go to the police. Y'all got to go to the police. No, I'm serious. Like, I, y'all don't need to be on this flight, baby. Y'all need to rebook this flight. Y'all need to go to the police as a collective. All, all 20 of y'all need to get off the plane and go to the police. Y'all need to go to a DA. Y'all got, y'all got to shut whatever clinics y'all was coming from. Y'all got to shut them down, babe. You, y'all, you would do... The public an interest by shutting it down. Those people don't need to be working on humans no more. That should be a fucking crime and they need to be buried under the goddamn jail. The shit, and I'm not exaggerating. You know I love to elaborate and embellish a little bit for kikis and stuff. This is actually not meant to be funny. I was appalled. I told my friend who's doing a hair transplant. I said, bitch, you would not believe the shit I just saw. Hexagons. Concave hexagons. Bitch, Oh, I don't want to harp on it too more because it's, I feel even bad even laughing and joking about it because that is like a permanent decision. That, you'll never get that hair back in the back of your hair. That's gone forever. The only way you'll be able to get more hair back is if you put a transplant, plant some hair in there. But you still got to deal with that um, bent out of shape hexagon hairline. Oh my god. Uh, <sighs> oh there was so, there. there is some bad work up in Turkey bitch. Oh there is some really bad work. So please guys, if you're going to do a transplant, especially if you're going to, you know, look at it just just be be very wary bitch. And like I said, ask for the surgeon, get a surgeon bitch. Don't let no technician do your shit, okay? Um see the surgeon's work. Okay? And go with somebody trusted. I don't know who the fuck. They had to been doing that shit in somebody's living room, bitch. That don't even make. I I I don't want to. Again, I don't want to keep talking about it because this is really, really infringing on being a bully and not being nice. But, bitch, oh, my God. Botched. botched bitch mm, mm, mm. um but yeah if you have any questions don't ask <laughs> i hope this whole fucking podcast answers everyone because when i tell you i've been inundated with so many questions so i just hope i answered them all um i don't really want to i can't do individual i'm not hold on i'm not gonna do individual consultations don't ask me for the whole because the girls are like give me the whole rundown bitch you think i'm really about to send send you a whole text message with the whole a dm with the whole rundown get out of here great idea wrong girl not to be rude but like let's be real you think i'm really about to just sit down with with, with in front of 50 50 dms that i got today talking about give me the whole rundown bitch yeah I'm, let me get right to that let me get right to that no you want the email? You want to do the rundown? You go hit at Miss Vera Clinic, bitch. <laughs> and they, and they do that for a living, okay? They are they are they are they sit at that computer and they get to type in on that WhatsApp and they do that for a living. Don't bother me, bitch. Not to be rude, I'm, again, but just don't bother me. Ask them, don't ask me. I gave you my whole rundown of my explanation. If you got any more questions, you ask them, don't ask me. Um, so if you do want to, um, if you do have questions, there is a link in the description of this podcast that you can listen to. Um, what else? What else? What else? Also, if let's say you're not listening to this podcast, I have a link tree, like a link in bio, you know, all my bios. So on my link tree, there's all my little links that you can go through for Sal Ray Beauty, Santo Santo, my podcast, uh, my Amazon recommendations, my playlist. There'll be a link for this, the Amex, all the things that I be linking be in there. So be sure to check that out. Um, aside from that next week, we'll get bitch next week. I'll be in back in San Diego. Um, so we'll get back to the swing of things of getting back into the Solomon Ray podcast, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this little informative, long story time. And aside from that, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.